Pediatric Junkies, and welcome to another episode of the SNAP Podcast. Today we'll be speaking with John Greenwood, the chair of the hospital-based SIG for the Academy of Pediatric Physical Therapy. John's a physical therapist who has been practicing for over 20 years. He initially started out in early intervention, moved on to working with adults with developmental disabilities, then to outpatient and home care with adults and children, and is now working more in management and admin as the director of occupational and physical therapy at Boston Children's Hospital. John says that his true passions lie in treating children with complex medical diagnoses and integrating adaptive equipment into his treatments. He initially got involved locally, which moved his passion towards the state liaison position for the Academy of Pediatric Physical Therapy, and now he's been serving as the chair of the hospital-based SIG. So today we want to chat about what the hospital-based SIG has to offer students and new professionals and how we can get involved. So, as I just explained, you're the chair of the hospital-based SIG for the Academy of Pediatric Physical Therapy. Can you tell us a little bit about your SIG's focus? So, the hospital-based SIG really provides opportunities for network and learning related to pediatric practice across a variety of settings, including acute and intensive care units, rehabilitation, specialty clinics, and outpatient services, both hospital-based and freestanding or private practice. And we really focus on providing education and resources for our clinicians um, related to patient management, including health promotion. Wow. So you guys are a pretty broad SIG covering multiple areas of practice. What type of resources do you suggest for students or new professionals working in any of these areas? So I think really looking at the uh, uh, Academy's website is, is a really a, a wealth of information as well as the APTA website. So when you're looking at a new practice area or considering going into a new practice area, I'd really use those search fields and and get onto the website to see uh, what is the, what's currently being talked about um, in those areas and, and across all of those different settings, they're so broad, but I do think our, our SIG is really that umbrella umbrella SIG that um, we're really talking about complex medical kids and we see them across all these settings. For sure. So I'm currently looking at your site and it's quite easy to find these resource sheets and they follow things like assessment tools to pediatric vital signs. As a new professional currently working in acute care, it's really nice to have like a quick reminder of what exactly I'm looking for because in pediatrics, our patients exhibit stress just like a little bit differently than you would see in an adult. Plus all of the ranges are different. So I mean, what an awesome resource for practitioners changing settings or students going to a new clinical. I mean, the entire front page is full of great links. Yeah, I think that's great perspective too. Is And all of these topics that you list under resources have been developed because somebody has said, hey, what do people know about evaluation codes or hypertonia or what are people using for vital signs? And so what we've done is reached out to our our group of hospital-based SIG members and said, is there anybody willing to pull this together? Uh, A lot of this has been created for APTAC and CSM uh, when we're present and and we have our, our SIG meetings. And so it's been a nice resource to be able to post them up on the website for everybody to use. That's awesome. So we'll definitely be linking this SIG page in the description of the podcast for everyone to check out. Part of being students and new professionals is just getting our taste of being involved, I guess I would say. So how would we get involved in your SIG? 
they can go right to that SIG website, click on the SIG leadership, and you can email uh, my, myself or Katie Lammers, who's our vice chair, and we are more than happy to um, connect with you, speak with you. Uh, we are actually, I'll put a plug in and say, we'd love to have somebody uh, be our social media subcommittee chair, uh, somebody who might be a liaison to the new professionals group. So um, we would love to have volunteers come and help us out. The other way to really get involved, um, because I think the networking piece in pediatrics is key, is if you're attending um, even, even a local conference for a state SIG of pediatrics, or if you go to APTAC uh, or CSM, is volunteer to be at the booth or volunteer to introduce a speaker. Um, it's amazing the connections you make. And I can say, speak for myself, even now over the years, you'll meet a new, a new person that you haven't come across before. And in a year or two, I'm sure you'll be presenting alongside them on a topic of your interest. We definitely support this philosophy of getting involved wherever you can, whether it's volunteering for a spot at CSM or getting involved in something like one of the SIGs um, to run their social media, like John said. So what a great suggestion. Absolutely. And just, you know, it's a great way to socially just meet a colleague, you know, whether they, they're new to the profession or they've been in the field for 40 years, you know, you, you, everybody is very welcoming at the booth and, and having a good time. Yes, and everyone has a wealth of knowledge to share. In my experience, you always come away from each interaction with a little bit of a tidbit of knowledge. So part of our goal with these SIG recordings is to hear about each SIG's goals. Can you share some of the current hospital-based SIG goals with us? So we have some what I'll call uh, task-based goals that we're looking at doing. We are currently very, very close to completing a, um, an education fact sheet along with our colleagues in the EI SIG. And again, this is a great example of how a question gets brought up and we say, yeah, we should do something. Um, the EI SIG and the hospital-based SIG members got together and created a fact sheet explaining what are the similarities and differences between practice in EI and practice in an outpatient uh, setting. And so um, we're, we're, that's going to be reviewed by the academy and Hopefully, we'll see it posted on the website under fact sheets, which is another great resource for new professionals as well as more veteran professionals. So true. That's very exciting. And we do have goals, though, that we are we did establish as the strategic plan changed a little bit for the uh, academy. So we do have some overarching objectives that we are trying to achieve. Um, but how we achieve them, I think, is really up to our membership and coming up with um great questions as well as great solutions. So I can review a couple of those if that's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So we really want to promote high quality evidence-based physical therapy and service delivery in the medical settings for children with mobility impairments through research and education. And we see that living and breathing um, through our members doing active research, but we also really try to promote as we select courses and topics at both CSM and APTAC that really focus in on, on educating others and, and sharing that information with others uh, on that high-quality, evidence-based physical therapy practice. That's a great one. I know that's a goal across a wide variety of the SIGs in the Academy. Absolutely. And the, one, the nice thing about both CSM and the Academy is sometimes you go to a meeting and, you know, you're, you're pigeonholed into only attending topics of 
maybe hospital-based or only the acute care or only um, early intervention or schools. And the nice thing about these conferences is you can jump around. You can look and say, you know what? I want to be a CI sometime soon. Let me go take a, a, a two-hour or 90-minute course on becoming a CI, right? And so it's nice to have that variety in your in the offerings. I once had a wise mentor tell me to never allow yourself to go to only the topics that you see in the clinic every day because then your practice is never going to change. So it really all melds together. You know what I mean? I mean, when we talk about cardiopalm, everybody thinks about Mary Massery saying, if you can't breathe, you can't function. And you better believe that in pediatrics, we treat across the lifespan. So we have patients 0 to 18, 21 who have developmental disabilities or children that are typically developing. And I mean, speaking of kids, we can't forget about sports. So just like you said, it's so important because it's all interwined. And so seeking out that variety, like you suggested, is kind of the best way to attack something like CSM or one of the national conferences. Yeah, I think that's great. And I think some of the other objectives that we look at are also looking to make sure that we're, as you noticed on there, gathering and disseminating some of the effective uh, information or useful tools, uh, so to speak, that come out of those topics and those conferences. So a lot of times we'll reach out to the, our hospital basic members who are presenting and just ask, you know, do you have a one page that we can post on our on our SIG website so that you could um, share that information. It doesn't have to be a formal poster or a formal presentation, um, but to gather some of that information to share with others. So we should be looking to see new resources coming out after CSM. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah. After CSM, we will be having and hosting a webinar. Uh, so anybody who is a hospital-based SIG member, and it is free to join as EPT member, um, <laughs> but um, there will be an announcement going out and a link to call into. And what we've tried to do this year um, is we've had a half hour presentation by somebody who presented at either CSM or APTAC, um, just in brief of their topics. And then we spend another half hour talking about some of the goals and, and strategies to meet those goals as a, as a group, uh, if there are any questions. Wow, what a cool opportunity. As students and new professionals who have a little bit of student debt, we love free knowledge sharing. So please let us know uh, when this is going to be so that we can share it with some of our members. All right, I can do that. So we've talked a lot about CSM. Is the hospital-based SIG hosting anything special for the event that you'd like to highlight? Um, there isn't. We're actually doing an all-SIG meeting this year, which is a little bit different than years past at CSM. Uh, in years past, each SIG holds um, their own topic-specific uh, session, usually early mornings. And uh, this year, we've decided that because a lot of us or you are members in multiple SIGs, you, it's hard to decide sometimes. Do I go to the sports SIG or the hospital-based? Do I go to the EI or the school-based SIG? And so this year, we're going to have an, a session on Friday the 14th. Uh, February 14th from 6.30 to 7.30, where each SIG will give a, a brief update on what things they're working on and what they're doing uh, so that people can hear more about all of the SIGs. And we've actually, as a leadership group, have met all, all of the SIG chairs, and we're always finding new things. Um, 
either things that are overlapping or things that we've never thought of before. So I'm hopeful that this generates a lot of new ideas and a lot of new energy around collaboration between the SIGs and increases our membership across all of the SIGs. I love, love, love that you guys have come up with this this year. It's so hard to prioritize which um, SIG is most important to students and new professionals because oftentimes we haven't decided exactly where we fit in in pediatrics. I mean, even from everything that you've told me, you tried out multiple settings before you really found out where you wanted to be. So having to choose, oh, I only want to go to the hospital-based SIGs meeting or, oh, oh, I only want to go to the neonatology meeting is kind of tough. So it's great that, you know, we get to hear from everybody all at once rather than having to make these pros and cons about which one is going to be best for us. Absolutely. And just, you know, know that it's not just what happens in those SIG meetings. Make sure whoever's out there, you know, you're asking that one question um, of other attendees that are there because it truly is about networking and meeting others that are in your same situation or who have who have been there, done that. For sure. Are there any other um, activities or opportunities that the hospital-based SIG hosts throughout the year that you'd like to highlight? Um, we, we support um, a lot of the programming at both CSM and APTAC. Um, so you can, you can sort by um, pediatric topic and you can look and see those topics on the website. I definitely recommend if you're attending CSM to, to go on and look. There's also the business meetings and the, um, the celebration, the 45th celebration of the Academy this year. Um, that's always a good event to go to, again, to, to see and hear how the Academy works and, and operates. And I guarantee you any director or chair of a committee is willing to, you know, hear who you are. And, and if you want to step up and, and be a part of that chair, uh, a part of that committee or SIG, feel free to, to jump in because it, there's, not, there's not ever too many people that can help with, with the programming. It's it's sometimes amazing how many um, heads are around a table to make a, a single decision. Um, and, it, and it's always nice to have more input and insight. <laughs> that is so true. I've learned throughout my involvement in the Academy that people are always looking to help and are always willing to answer your questions. So the real key here, like you said, is to show up and ask the questions and that'll help you get where you want to be. Absolutely. And I think too, don't, you know, just because these are these are big conferences and they can be quite costly as, you know, to, to travel if you need to travel and stay. Um, but also think local, you know, think about what what practice setting you're in locally and how can you connect with your local therapists and other providers in your area. Um, you know, join a local special interest group for pediatrics. And, you know, you can be a liaison between the hospital based group and your local ped SIG. Um, to talk about things and to try to get pro pediatric programming uh, at your state chapter conferences, because those are also great places to, to share information. I love that. I feel like you left us with a ton of tidbits. So as we lead up to CSM or after, if you have any questions about what we talked about, feel free to reach out to either the SNAP subcommittee or John over at the hospital-based SIG, and we'll be able to answer your questions or connect you to someone who can. So thank you so much for joining us today, John. I really enjoyed our conversation, and I'm looking forward to seeing you at CSM. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm really excited to explore more of what the hospital-based SIG has to offer. Quite honestly, I wish I would have looked at some of these resources when I was a student. 
Don't forget, if you're interested in helping out with their social media or some of the resources John mentioned, reach out to him. His email is listed below or on the SIG website. I hope you enjoyed this quick chat about everything hospital-based SIG is doing and offering to pediatric professionals in a multitude of settings. If you found this podcast helpful, don't forget to show us a little bit of love by following the podcast, sharing it with a friend, or posting about it on social media. We look forward to seeing you all at CSM, and don't forget there's a free Students and New Professionals mixer on the agenda. As always, thanks for listening.